Welcome to Two Gals in a Glass Half Full. We are two physical therapists just trying to live healthy most of the time and doing our best to see our glasses as half full. Some days that is much harder than others. So we like to interview others more knowledgeable than us to teach us about things we do not know. Um, we're going to continue the month of July talking about toxins and in their products and in our food. I'm super, super excited about our guest today. Um, but first, Dr. Jess, what do you have in your cup? Uh, well, this morning I've got some matcha. And so it's uh, fantastic. I'm trying a new new brand. I'll try and link it in the uh, description to this episode in YouTube. Uh, but it's a it's a new company that I'm trying out. All organic, all you know, toxin free. So um, it's it's fantastic. And matcha is just um, ground up green tea, so that it you get more of the nutrients out of the green tea when you drink it. So something to try, uh, yeah. Dr. Bobby. What's in your glass? So I am having coffee. I needed a little help pick me up this morning. Um, I recently, I know before I said I was going to stop Starbucks, but then uh, I didn't have a chance to order and all that. And so I was going to Starbucks and they raised the prices again, like last week. So it was like 50 cents in like a month, a month and a half. And I was like, eh. So I found um, this company called Ground and Hounds. Now I can't speak on fair trade. I can't, I haven't looked that far into it yet, Um, but they, it's a monthly subscription. So it just gets sent to my house, which is easy. I don't have to think about it. And they donate a large uh, percentage of their proceeds to animal rescue, which is super important to me. So that's what I have. Perfect. And then with us today, we have a special guest. This is somebody that we have interviewed in the past, but she has so much awesome information to share. So we decided that we would ask if she would come back on and she was very willing, which is fantastic. So Gretchen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my goodness. Um, well, first in my cup, yep, I have coffee and um, gosh, grass-fed um, milk and pure maple syrup and some collagen. So Bobby, I needed a little extra help today. Too. <laughs> so I'm right there with you. Um, just a little bit about me. So um, man, long story short, um, I ended up finding the realm, if you will, of toxin-free living and really started my journey in um, what I like to call a wellness marathon uh, back in 2017 um, after I had been diagnosed with endometriosis a couple years before. I was experiencing symptoms again and really where I started was food. I had no idea um, what the food industry got away with, I'll call it quote unquote food industry, right? Because there's so many Franken foods out there that are just um, very smartly designed to get you addicted to them and uh, not necessarily filling your nutritional love tank, if you will. And so I had been an athlete my whole entire life. Um, didn't think that I had experienced really any issues. And, um, you know, eventually that bubble has to burst. (laughs) And so mine did in a really, really big way. And so my life was changed when I started to just dig in to understanding food, which led to the food industry, which led to a whole mountain of other things and um, cleaning products, personal hygiene, um, cosmetics and skincare. Um, And what I tell people when I work with them is that, yes, it can be very, very overwhelming, but you have to give yourself grace 
and you have to start somewhere. So kind of meet yourself where you're at, if you will. And one small change at a time is going to be more sustainable over the longevity of your life versus feeling like you have to change everything overnight. Now, if you're in a situation where I was, where um, my health was, was really at risk at that point, and I was like at rock bottom, then, you know, you might have to make some things a little bit sooner and mm-hmm. faster. Um, but, you know, all in all, most people, um, you know, you kind of got to slow it down a little bit just so that it's not such a shock to the body because we adapt, right? So. Absolutely. And I love, I love that how you took it into your own hands to do the research because oftentimes what happens in our medical system is that all of that isn't necessarily what is considered when we're managing health. And it's so interesting to me because we know food is medicine. We know food has been used as medicine for ever, you know, since, since the dawn of of food. Right. Mm -hmm. But we don't think about that when it comes to when something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I never can understand that. So I do try in the clinic, I do try and refer to nutritionist as, as much as I can, but it is uh, not, but it is something that is a barrier oftentimes mm-hmm. to find somebody that is knowledgeable and toxin free. And it's not just diabetes care or right. something to that effect. So yeah. it's, it's something where we've had to do so much research outside of just typical what's available as a referral in order to like try and put people into the right direction of like, Hey, talk to this person and see if they can help you. But it's much more on that individualized level. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that is a sign of a good doctor too, you know, and, and someone who is practicing care that, um, goes above and beyond what you perhaps may have learned in school. Um, and you know, everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And, and to be able to yourself too take that into your own hands and, um, really ultimately empower that patient to help remind them, like you own so much of this too. And that's a big, you know, there's so many different things that you can look at where it's like, if this was tweaked a little bit, if this was tweaked a little bit, then would we have all of these problems? I'm not really sure, but it is really fascinating to talk to doctors from all different um, paths and focuses and to find that when they start talking like you guys do, it's because (laughs) it's on their own accord. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I love that. I absolutely love that. It's very commendable. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think Bobby can attest like the changes that she's made that's helped her specifically. Then you start realizing, oh my goodness, like this is, mm-hmm. this has helped me so much. Therefore, why would I not share that? At least make people aware. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, sometimes in our Western mod, and it's definitely times where it's appropriate. So I don't want to um, right. say that, but I think sometimes we go so quickly to um, a pill or this or that. Whereas if we could make little changes here and there, um, yeah, maybe we need the medicine for a little bit as a right. safety, but then eventually I know Jess and I are both very interested in looking into like functional medicine and mm-hmm. um, getting certified in that and all, you know, going that route. So I think there, if we could bring a little bit more of that, how food and um, what we put on our body even mm-hmm. um, affects our system. I think yeah. that could help a lot of people. Right. Well, and imagine doing it sooner, you know, <laughs> when, when uh, with children 
and helping them understand sooner. I mean, and that's where so much of my passion comes in is helping my daughter and helping my son understand. Um, and again, the, the, if we're just talking about food, the food industry is not what it used to be when we were kids. I mean, the, the additives that have been introduced over time, um, is alarming. Um, and I will say this with a caveat, like, are we perfect? Absolutely not. I mean, nobody is. And I think that there is a time and a place for everything and convenience is absolutely, um, is a thing in our world today. But imagine if, imagine if we knew this stuff much sooner than we did, like how different would, would things be? And Mm -hmm. can you control everything? Absolutely not. But the things that you can, it's the awareness and really the discernment and the prioritization that for your own family, that can really make a huge impact. And it could be so simple as somebody who's been addicted to Diet Coke for the past 15 years, you know, just even like, <laughs> oh, guilty. <laughs> but, you know, even so guilty. Like, yeah. But I mean, it is like, like I said, it's an addiction and it is a real thing. And scaling that back or making a substitution and doing that little by little by little um, and the impact that that can have on your health is, is a huge, and that's one change like that. That is one yeah. thing, but it's a big part of, of your life. Um, and so it's stuff like that where it's like, when you, when you really take a step back and look at what are my habits, what is a priority right now? What can I do right now? Mm-hmm. Um, to also <laughs> function appropriately and to, um, you know, kind of keep, keep my sanity also, what are the things that I can start with? And then we'll move into this bucket next. Yeah, I definitely like Diet Coke and I know how bad it is for you, but it was from a kid and, um, you know, some of it comes from lack of education and some of it comes from the way that, um, products are advertised to you. And this is not just in food. Um, think about lotions and all natural organic, this and that, and like kind of, sometimes they are, but sometimes they're not. Mm -hmm. And, um, so growing up from a kid, I was always allowed to have diet soda, not normal soda, um, because of the sugar at that point. And now like, I just, I diet Coke, like, I don't even really like normal Coke or anything like that is too sweet for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have limited myself. I allow myself one a day and like, yeah. that's the, you know, for right now, that's the battle that I've won and one yeah. a day, but I yeah. work on other things too. And eventually maybe I'll come to that one as well, but. Hey, I grew up on it too. So and then the, <laughs> the, what the Coke zero era, that was like when I was in college, I think when that came out and I, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Just the evolution of that industry as a whole. And I mean, I, it, brought up a good point too, Bobby, with the advertisement. Like, I mean, you, that's how it's designed, you know, it's designed to, to convince you of this and you think you're doing a good thing and not knowing the harm that it's causing on your body over time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's a couple of books that I've read that helped me. It was mostly when I was in college and I was really trying to understand nutrition. I was, I, was, I got really sick when I was um, just graduating from high school and had major digestive issues, like really, really bad. And so I had to learn how to incorporate food back in that I could tolerate. 
And so I started learning. I mean, first I was just flying blind uh, and I was just eating anything that was okay and didn't make me feel sick. And then I started learning about slow food nation and, and really trying to understand where do our products come from? So I, I, I started reading some books about that and how hard it is. If you, for example, go to, let's say a fast food restaurant and you order a hamburger, where did that, where did that actual hamburger itself come from? Can you trace that back to the farm where it was raised? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's trying to trace the food back so that you truly have an understanding of where it's coming from. And if you kind of think like that, and if you are a little bit more aware of where the products are coming from, then it helps to kind of at least give you that power back into the choices that you're making. Mm -hmm. And I, I needed to get that control back for myself because when I would eat something and I would feel so ill, then it was like, okay, well, where did this come from? I can't, I don't know where it came from. And so that's where I started shopping more at farmer's markets and, Mm -hmm. and talking to the farmer at the farmer's market, because sometimes at farmer's markets, they're actually buying that produce elsewhere and then reselling it, which is fine. It's a business. I just needed, like, I was, I was like you Gretchen, where I was like at this rock bottom where I was like so sick Mm -hmm. that I had to learn where my food was coming from so that I could trust it so that I could eat it and not get sick. And so it was like a, you know, a a bit of a process to go through. Uh, And then I started reading, then that got me reading more about food and nutrition and understanding it. And then there's like all sorts of books that have been written about sugar, salt, fat. And these, the combination of the ingredients and how the brain actually does start to become addicted to it at the level of the brain, there's an addiction that happens. And so then when you don't have that, then you start to go through a little bit of a withdrawal. And so you fix that withdrawal by re-eating whatever it might be. And so that is in so much of the research that goes on into product Mm -hmm. development is what is that happy spot where the person like wants more, you know, and, and that's, and it's not, it's, I mean, we live in a capitalistic society. It's a great business model. It sells more product. (laughs) It is. I mean, you can't fault it for that. I'm not saying like, that's a bad thing. I mean, it's like, you know, that is a business. Mm -hmm. It's just as a consumer, it's just kind of having a little bit of an increased awareness that that is the industry mm-hmm. and, and knowing that, especially in pre-processed foods, that it is meant for you to want more. Um, yeah. yeah, that is, that's what it's meant for. So I, did you find that you kind of went like I, when I was starting my research, I felt for a while, like I had been lied to, I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Like, how <laughs> is this allowed to yep. happen? Um, And I think, you know, to this day, what I, what a lot of people don't know either is that there are different ingredient makeups of food per country per Mm -hmm. what their country will allow them to put in it on down to like Pop-Tarts. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you look at a Pop-Tart in the USA versus something that's in Europe, you're going to have night and day. I mean, you got an ingredient list that's this long and an ingredient list that's this long. That's the, that's the stuff where I'm like, man, like we can do better. And I think the silver lining in all of it is that I do believe that more people are starting to pay more attention Mm -hmm. and are starting to see kind of the trajectory of where we were going as a nation, as a whole. 
and starting to really vote with their dollars. To your point, Jessica, like going to the farmer's markets, talking to farmers, starting to understand a lot more about where their food is coming from and making those changes here and there. Um, gosh, it can make such a big difference growing your own. If you can, um, Mm -hmm. that's a big, a a big part too. Um, if you can, if you can. Yeah. And that's the thing is like when I was in college, I couldn't, right. I was living in a dorm. (laughs) I, I couldn't. And going to the farmer's market was something where I could get the control back. That was like the first step in food where I could get the control back at that point, I wasn't even aware of, you know, makeup and cleaning products and hair care and all of that. And I I wasn't, I had, that wasn't even on my mind. I just had to start with like the very first step that would help me in the moment. Uh, But now I think that's part of why I'm so into gardening and I love gardening Mm -hmm. is because again, (laughs) it's about me regaining the control for myself, but then just like you with kids, it's another way for me to kind of help that narrative and get that narrative out to my kids to give them that control and say, Hey, here's something that we can do together to make sure that we're just aware of what we are consuming. And this is why we put this into our ground. This is why we don't spray this. And this is why we don't spray that. We, you know, we try and, you know, do as much as we can. And when you grow stuff from seed, it's a lot more affordable than if you buy a bunch of starter plants. And so there's like ways that you can actually get a garden to help financially with your grocery bill. The beginning is hard because you've got to build it. Right. So there's an upfront investment that can be difficult, Um, but people can even start with grow bags. You know, those like felt grow bags. I mean, something super simple where it's not necessarily like a plastic bin, um, but like a a grow bag. And there's different ones that are out there. Some are kind of made with plastics and whatnot. Um, So and that's usually on the it's usually labeled. (laughs) So (laughs) and then it's a great way to be able to start something with low upfront cost. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's all part of it is the financial barriers as well um so not trying to take it all in at once right i think jess uh took me to my first farmer's market um surprisingly they're not very um they're not the same down in the south as they are here where i live um they are here they are much more expensive like way more expensive than even like the organic food at the store oh wow so Jess took me to my first one and I'll never forget calling my mom one day and I'm also not from the south and being like mom this lettuce is terrible and she's like Bobby (laughs) what lettuce did you get and I'm reading it because I made myself a salad it says collard greens (laughs) I was like Bobby that's not lettuce (laughs) it was such a learning experience because like the farmer's markets up here are just so different. So, but, um, so Gretchen, besides food, I'm sure. So food brought you into it. What did you start looking into after food, like to make switches in your life? Um, I think the next thing I started to look at was, um, like cleaning supplies. So I, um, kind of started looking at essential oils a little bit, which that is a whole nother bear. I mean, goodness gracious, there's so much, information out there and controversy about purity and different Mm -hmm. companies. I mean, it is like, wow. Um, so I kind of, I, I looked at that a little bit, but overall it was more of starting to understand. Um, I mean, even it's so silly, but it is, but it's true is just the aerosol. Like what is, what are you voluntarily spraying into the air and what is coming back into your body? Um, 
and that that was a big one um and so i i made a lot of switches around that which that was fairly that was fairly easy um and i mean gosh even the the power of vinegar and water and Mm -hmm. what that can do my goodness um (laughs) i have a whole book on it yeah Yeah. it's it's crazy you know and 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 again you don't think about it um so that was that was a big thing um uh, man, air fresheners, when I started to like air fresheners and candles, mm-hmm. um, I always, my, my dad never let us hide candles in the house. That was just like his thing. No candles in the house. So when I got married, I'm like, well, I'm getting all the candles. So I <laughs> always, always had candles burning. Um, and man, that was a big eyeball opener there mm-hmm. for air fresheners and candles. So that was a um, I just pretty much ditched all of that. But now again, there's better options out there. Um, Seal Up Candles is an awesome one. I love their stuff. Um, and then just kind of from there and then cosmetics and skincare was like that missing link that I had no idea about. And I'm like, here I am slathering it all over my face. And I mean, I didn't think about lotions or anything like that. Um, but again, with, with the history of, um, endocrine disruption that I had experienced and not understanding why. And then when I finally realized all of these ingredients and what you could literally see endocrine disruption, endocrine disruption, endocrine, it was like, what, you know, and is that the, is that the main reason that, um, that I had been diagnosed with, with endometriosis? I mean, we can't say one way or another, but was it a contributing factor? Absolutely. I absolutely would, would say that it, that it, it probably Mm -hmm. had, had a hand in it. Um, so that's when it was like, man, this is a big one. And, um, so that was pretty much, I, I went all in on that. Um, thankfully what I had started using actually worked. I mean, I had very, I mean, Bobby, you knew me then Mm -hmm. my skin was so angry. It was (laughs) angry. And I'm like, okay, I love the fact that it's like, you know, clean and going to do stuff for me, but it's got to cover the crazy. Um, and so when it finally did, I was like, wow, it was like, my skin just took this big fat sigh of relief. And that, that toxic burden was just like removed and Mm -hmm. it just aided in the healing. And, um, man, over time, it's, it's unbelievable what it's, what it's done for me. Well, and it's amazing because the, um, so we were both using the same makeup line before she moved to the new one. And then I also use that new one as well. And the other makeup line that we use was still better than most of the makeup you could get in the U S like it was still, um, at higher standards than anything you could not that you could buy, but the most of what you could buy here, drugstore, um, all of our product lines that we normally know when it comes to makeup. So I know it's a huge difference too. And when I try to switch and go back to the other stuff, like, <laughs> like I, one time I had to buy grocery store cause I forgot makeup and like, you just, you got it at that point. I can't buy and ship stuff. I needed it today. So we ran the grocery store, got like a mascara and eyeshadow and like one other thing just to like make it through the day. And like my eyes burned, mm-hmm. um, because it's not used to using those products anymore. And those, the chemicals that are in there. Right. Right. Yep. I've, I've worked with gosh, 
hundreds, hundreds upon hundreds of clients over, oh man, I'm in my sixth year now with Crunchy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, from clients who have celiac, who can finally use something because it's gluten-free um, and third-party tested for gluten, even, you know, taking it a step further. Um, I also have a gluten sensitivity, not to the extent of celiac, but you know, that can be really scary and it can be really frustrating when you can't find something that works for you. Um, people who are incredibly sensitive to fragrance and, um, synthetic dyes, which a lot of people are, they don't know it until they switch. And it's like, wow, (laughs) doesn't like give me a weird burning feeling or, you know, and it soothes it, um, there's just things that you don't realize until you put something that is very nourishing on your body um, and you remove something that you never even knew bothered you. I mean, our body, our bodies are so smart. They adapt. Um, and unless you kind of go through a little bit of trial and error, you're never going to know. So it's, um, it's helped so many people from cystic acne, like what I had to um, you know, to teenagers who are going through a lot of hormonal changes, um, to, um, uh, a more mature audience. I mean, to men, I, it's, it just, it, it's like, there's something for everyone there, um, to littles, you know, we've got a littles line now too, which is fantastic. My kids love that. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a blessing and a blessing that I never, it's like, I never knew I needed it when I needed it the most. And say, I think I, I think the foundation, I actually, because I put my face on right before I came here, I have the, I love the, um, SPF, like the sunscreen. And I mix that a little bit with the primer, put that on. And then I put the foundation on and I don't, it's crazy. Like I never used to be loyal, like super loyal to something. And like, if I try anything else, it just doesn't, I just love the way it feels, smells. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. And it works well, which is like sometimes when you're trying to switch products, um, like deodorant was one for me, it took yes. a long time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I tried every deodorant <laughs> under the daggone sun. I, what is going to actually work? And finally, Primally Pure, I stand behind that brand. So, I do love that brand. So like firmly, does it work for everybody? Probably not. But I mean, I can't even tell you how many deodorant <laughs> brands I tried. Oh my, and my husband too. Yeah. That's a tough um, one. Yeah. Yes. But I, I felt use like, the same one. Yep. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yep. I love it. But I felt like with this, like I tried it and it worked great. Like it, I didn't, it wasn't a hard switch for me at all. Mm-hmm. Just kind of as things ran out, then I just bought that or, yeah. you know. Yep. Yeah. I've had clients who have jumped all in and they're like, I'm getting everything, thrown it all away. Like they'll just ditch it all and then they'll just get everything that they need. And I have, I have clients who will start small they'll start with a new moisturizer and then they'll move to the new mm-hmm. mascara and then they'll move to a lip gloss and then the primer and you know they'll kind of yeah. take their time which is great too and and mm-hmm. some people just love the skincare you know mm-hmm. um even if you're not wearing makeup like to your point bobby like the spf is mm-hmm. huge yeah, that's but- one thing that you can incorporate yeah and so many people too um because this was me also um are super sensitive to SPF on their face. And what I learned over time, it's the quality of the zinc that is in whatever, whatever you're using. So non nano is going to be so incredibly important. And, um, 
I haven't had one person who has switched to crunchy SPF who had the same situation as I did to where it burned or they had an issue with it for me personally. Is it going to work for everybody? No, absolutely not. But um, it is we're a fabulous solution for people who were never able to protect their skin in that way and finally can, you know, safely. And I think my biggest mistake, so when I switch and I have it here just because I like just put it on, but is like they felt small. And so one of the things I had to learn is the first time I used the products, I used as much as I used to use. Mm -hmm. So I'd put like squeeze and I'm like my face and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm trying to wipe it off. Like it works so well. You only need such a little bit, like, and it like does a really good job. Yeah. A little bit goes a long way. It's so nice. And as your skin clears up, you find that you will continuously use much, much, much less. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And then I don't, I don't feel like I have like a caked on face either. Like it feels much more natural, Mm -hmm. much lighter. And I just, I really enjoy the feeling of it. Yeah. I love it. It's been a great solution for people. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, So Gretchen, what are a couple of other things that you've done with the kids to just kind of get that mindset of more of that toxin free mindset? other than the gardening part? Yeah, I love that question. So I have just involved them more in um, the selection process, if you will. So when we're at the grocery store, if we're at a farmer's market, or if we're ordering stuff online, just helping them understand ingredients. Or if they're like, you know, if we're at a grocery store and they're like, mommy, what about this one? It's like, turn it over and read it. What do you think? And so, um, it's, and we homeschool. So in my mind, I'm like, this is homeschooling. I mean, there, there is a learning opportunity everywhere you go. Um, and so does it take more time to explain things? Absolutely. But the long-term benefit for them is going to pay off tenfold. So we really are, um, a very, very involved family. And what, what I love, um, watching is them making their own decisions when I'm kind of standing back and just observing because, you know, they're going to go to birthday parties. They're going to go to a baseball game and want a hot dog or a ham. They're going to want to do stuff like that. But what I love is when we are there, they will ask, you know, do you think that they use good ingredients here or it, would it be better to get something over there? So that's the kind of conversation where it's like, you're still, you know, the 80, 20 principle, 90, 10, like live mm-hmm. your life. You know, it, right. there's, there is such thing as, um, orthorexia where you are so obsessed with living so clean. And that is an illness in and of <laughs> itself where right. that's not good for anybody. So understanding that, you know, we're human, we're meant to bend and, um, have that flexibility. So, but like I said, they're, they're what probably the biggest thing that they will voluntarily not do is, um, is like, uh, artificial dyes. So that's kind of like the red 40, they'll kind of know right away. Mm-hmm. Mm, I probably shouldn't have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a big one. That's a big one. Oh, absolutely. Just like the dyes in general are pretty, those are pretty tough. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, like, I think like what you're doing is essentially we do very similar where it's trying to encourage them to think 
and teach them how to think. And then it's their decision to make from there. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not like I'm, I'm constantly giving you the choice to make. It's right. like, here's all of our choices. And here's why um, this is the one I'm going to choose. And this is why, but these are the other ones that are available. And these are the mm-hmm. pros and cons of each one. Mm-hmm. And so that way in life, when you're at that birthday party or whatever it might be, um, knowing that like, no one's going to yell at you for making a choice that is, yeah. you know, a, a, a very highly processed cupcake with a ton of sugar on top. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go enjoy. I mean, delicious. Really I promise delicious. you, I'm like right in line with the kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, exactly. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, save one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> however, <laughs> but do we try and make a better choice for what we eat for lunch, right? And dinner. Exactly. And so that 80, 20. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, don't, don't beat anybody up over anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and understanding what, it, you know, um, how they're feeling after. So if right. there, if there's something that is upsetting them, and then, you know, oh, can I, you know, later on, if they're wondering about it, it's like, well, that didn't really make me feel good last time. So I probably, and it's like, yep. I mean, you learn how your body responds to different things and they're different than how I respond to things too. So that is, um, you, to your point, just helping them understand and listening to their own body's responses can really help them develop a good understanding of what you know, is nourishing them and what perhaps isn't. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So empowerment, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Empower empower kids. What a concept. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Gretchen, we really appreciate you coming on. We will put a bunch of links about Gretchen down in the episode in YouTube. So please uh, feel free, uh, go in there, learn a little bit more about Gretchen, what she does, some of the product lines, and that way it makes it as easy as possible to start making those small changes. Um, I know I'm going to be looking into some of um, some of the changes that I make as well. Uh, you know, I'm always like tweaking things here and there. Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple of things that I'm still trying to find like products that I really like. I've got like yeah. some okay ones. So mm-hmm. um, it's just a constant journey of trying to find what's going to work well for you, um, which is, you know, that's all it is. <laughs> one one day at a time. I um, say little by little. Exactly. So uh, also uh, follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and we are on YouTube as well. Uh, we try and post on a regular basis just to keep things engaging, um, help with things that we find that we share with others. Uh, so feel free, please follow us, uh, subscribe so that you get the notifications when we've got something new coming out. All right. So we look forward to the next episode. Um, Thanks again, Gretchen. Thanks, guys. Thank you.